okay? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Uh, welcome to NP Illegal Dish, ladies and gentlemen. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you're wondering who this lady is on the internet um, talking, uh, <laughs> well, I want to say thank you for joining me or watching the replay. And I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis, I'm the host of the show, and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So if you know you are kind of trying to get this business idea that's in your head, you want to make it real, you want to put it on some paper, you want to get it registered so you can start being a legitimate and, you know, getting all those benefits of being a legitimate business, I help you get that paperwork. Being registered state, making sure you have contracts, EIs, partnership agreements, operating agreements, hiring employees properly, basic brand protection strategies, um, those things that you need to legitimize yourself as a business owner, I help you do them. Um, I am actually coordinating uh, a co-live that's going to be happening soon with a former client of mine, and they are going to be sharing with you some of the things that they have been able to do in this time, you know, to keep themselves afloat and opportunities that they have been able to find financially um, due to the fact that their business was legitimate on paper. Um, and I'm very excited about that. But all of those high souls and I'm not, whoa, <laughs> okay, um, so yeah, so I help you do all of that stuff, if you're wondering why I'm qualified, I am a licensed attorney, I have been one for 14 years and counting, I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline, I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support, and most important, I am very passionate about making, uh, making business and legal concepts as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful in business, there's just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it. And that's where I come in. If you want to see how we can work together, there's, um, I want you to go to one place. Okay. I want you to go to linktree forward slash and firm. There you're going to be able to do a few things. Um, so I'm a little bit tight right now. You can't afford my full one-on-one -on -one, uh, coaching sessions. Do to me ten, where you can get a 25-minute, 20-minute um, coaching session for me, five dollars. It's every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 2:30, and you can book that at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. As well, you, if you're a first-time client, you also can get a free fit only if you're a first-time client. All right, um, and also you at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, you can download the uh, free Biz Launch cheat sheet that will help you launch your dream business in seven days. Um, and also you may want to pick up business startup basics. A lot of people have some time on their hands. You know, you're trying to get that business plan together. Business startup basics is a four part video series with three eBooks that is going to take you through every part of getting your business together to get that foundation strong. Um, giving you the tips on where to go, where you can find the information, what you need to have together, um, why you need to have these things. It's a great primer to get your feet wet in uh, entrepreneurship, all right? But that's enough about what I do. Now let's get on to the show. Uh, every 
Monday through Thursday, either from, I get stories either from social media or the news or emails that I get or stuff that you guys send me too, because you guys be out here looking and I pull the ones that I feel like have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we discuss them. Okay. So this is a conversation between all of us. So I'm going to need you guys to respond to things. Um, you know, I'm going to ask y'all to, for emojis and words and things like that. I'm going to ask for your opinion. And depending on some stories, um, sometimes I even ask you guys to pop on the live with me. I'll send you a request to come on and, you know, give, show your face and tell the world what your opinion is. All right. Um, so we are going, so we have spent a lot of time on my intro and I want to get this started because you guys have been lovely, uh, you know, lovely and patient with me. So we are getting started. If we are ready, let me see, let me see at least one ready. Let me see one or two readies in the comments. Okay. So that I know that everybody is paying attention, unless you're driving. I don't know why you're driving, because you're supposed to be at home, but, you know, if you're in the car, don't answer. But let me see a couple ready so that I know we are paying attention, all right? And again, Facebook, remember, there is a long delay on Facebook. If you want to join us in more real time, you can come to NPL Consulting Firm on Instagram. But you're more than welcome to stay on Facebook. It's just going to take me a little bit longer to get to your response. Thank you for the readies, you guys. Yay. Okay. So we are starting um, our uh, our night's cases with uh, the title case of this, um, of, the, of this episode. Uh, also, if you didn't know, all the episodes of this show, you can find them on my YouTube channel, and you can subscribe to that at linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Um, so anybody here who likes to wear makeup or who, you know, enjoys beauty products, have you ever heard of the company called Glossier? If you have heard of Glossier or seen any of the, their commercials, I'm starting to see their commercials, please give me a G in the comments. Glossier. Um, one of their commercials was they were talking about how they, um, made this, uh, facial cleanser based on the opinions of their clientele. So if you've heard of Glossier, give me a G in the comments. If you have not heard of Glossier, just say no. Okay. But Glossier is a subscription service that sends you, um, beauty and skincare products for those of you who do not know. Okay. Um, and Glossier has been trying to get something trademarked for a while. They have been trying to trademark a, uh, light shade of pink that they use to package. You haven't heard of them, Chinuasim? Okay. They've been trying to trademark this light shade of pink that they use to, um, wrap their products in. Now, what do I mean by trademark? The, this color. You can trademark a color, right? So if you think about T-Mobile pink, the green that Starbucks uses, Tiffany blue, um, <clears throat> McDonald's color, well, not, that might not be the best one. Um, Verizon's, Verizon's red, Sprint's yellow, all of those colors, they have a legal right to use those colors. They have ownership for those colors in their industry, right? So Glossier, they're trying to do the same thing for the beauty industry. And they're trying to trademark the shade, a shade of light pink for their um, bubble packaging and for the inside um, of their boxes. And the USPTO has been like, girl, please. Um, they're like, you know, this is totally, th this is functional. We have seen pink bubble wrap before. We have seen 
pink boxes before. So the USPTO has been kind of holding up Glossier's trademark, but Glossier, you know, they've been trying to refine their definition of what they're trademarking it for. They're like, you know, the pink is only on the inside of the box and it's supposed to be contrasted and it's only for cosmetics and people have come to associate our pink lining of the boxes with, you know, beauty products. So we should get it trademarked. So they have been fighting hard with the USPTO to get this trademark approved. So if the USPTO ever opposes your trademark application, it it doesn't end there. You can fight back and you can give them reasons as to why they are wrong. So that is what Glossier has been doing. However, Glossier's application, their trademark application for this light pink color for their boxes has been suspended by the patent and trade office and it hasn't been suspended because of what's going on it has been suspended because apparently someone tried to trademark pink box before glossier um so now um the, the uh there is a woman named Brandy Ann Milbrast, okay? She's a producer and she was hired by the company Refinery29 to produce content. Does anybody know what Refinery29 is? Um, they do a lot of online content, like they, they do reviews of like beauty treatments, that's what I've known them for, or, you know, life hacks and things like that. But this lady, she was hired as a producer to make content for Refinery29, right? And in the furtherance of that, she filed a trademark application for the word pink box for several industries, cosmetics, uh, streaming apps, books, and virtual reality entertainment, okay? Remember, when you are applying for a trademark, you have to apply, you have to tell them exactly what industry your um, your trademark is going to be for. You don't get a blanket trademark for everything. Think about... Um, Tiffany blue is only good in the jewelry, you know, realm. Um, the, 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 that shade of pink that T-Mobile uses is only for, you know, communications, things like that. All right. So, uh, pink box, they tried to get the, uh, the word pink box trademark for cosmetics, streaming apps, books, and entertainment. All right. Um, so the USPTO, they're like, wait, 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 we know that you're trying, Glossier, we know that you're trying to trademark pink, um, pink boxes, but somebody is already trying to trademark the word pink box. Now, when you think about it on the surface, trying to trademark the color and trying to trademark the word don't seem like the exact same thing, but there is the possibility of confusion because when, um, when you're just talking about it, hi, Sincere39, you know, they're both pink boxes. Now, Brandy Ann Milbrat, in this um, this application that she filed in November of 2016, she yes, she filed for four different um, categories, but she has to be able to prove that she has used this trademark in all of the categories. Another thing that you need to remember when you are tr- when you trademark something if you get your trademark or if you start if if you if you're a- applying to have it you need to be using it you can't just trademark it and let it sit there cuz that's not what it's for when you trademark something you're saying that I want this to represent my goods in the marketplace so you can't you can, if you don't have goods in the marketplace you can't use the trademark hi jada nelson 
So Brandy Ann has to show that she has used the trademark or, or has used Pink Box in connection with cosmetics, okay? Um, in order for her trademark application to overtake Glossier's application for the color of pink in their packaging, all right? So Glossier's packaging um, trademark application is suspended for now. So I want to know from you guys, do you think that Glossier should give up this trademark fight? Because they have been trying to get the color of this pink colored trademark for a while and they have had so much pushback from the USPTO and now there's this other application that may you know prevent them from doing it do you think that they should just give up or should they keep trying to trademark this hi vgatling what do you guys think because for me I'm looking at it you've had like two pushbacks from the USPTO saying uh-uh we don't think so and then Another application pops up out of nowhere. It seems like the universe is telling you, stop trying to trademark this pink color. But what do you guys think? Do you think that they should keep trying? Bum, 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 bum. And I would urge you to go and um, go check out Glossier. You know, go online and see if you can find a couple of their commercials uh, and see if it rings any bells for you. So what do you guys think? Do you think Glossier should give up this trademark fight or should they keep on going? And I know that there is a long delay on Facebook. So, you know, um, when your answers come in, I will definitely read them. Um, but what y'all do on Instagram, what do you think about Glossier and, and versus Pinkbox? Should Glossier give up this fight to trademark pink? Um, you can let me know privately. You guys listening on the podcast, you can always feel free to email me, mplconsultingfirm at gmail.com and comment on any of the episodes, okay? Um, but we are going to move on to our next story, okay? All right. Does anybody here wear baseball caps? If you wear baseball caps or uh, have ever had a baseball cap, give me a baseball cap emoji, I need a baseball cap emoji. And if you know what the foremost company of base for baseball caps is, put it in the comments. What company is the most well known? You wear okay. Do you know Sincere Thirty Nine? Do you know what company makes most of the baseball hats that you see out here? Busy Peach wears baseball caps. Do you guys know what company sells? pretty much the bulk of baseball caps that are worn, um, or at least the sports ones in the United States. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Yes, Sincere 39. Okay, new era. Exactly. Good for you. Sincere 39 be on it, y'all. Okay? Yes. So our next story has to do with new era. No, not Liz. The, that's a store. Like the, the, the company that actually manufactures it. It's new era. Yes, thanks. Shelby Smith had it too. New era. Yes. New era. Okay? So... New Era, they are known for baseball caps, all right? Um, and recently they did a collaboration with uh, the designer for the fear, uh, the brand called Fear of God. So New Era, 
Uh, so yes, Liz just sells the caps. So New Era, the company that makes pretty much all the baseball caps, they went to the 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 guy who designs for the Fear of God line, and they were like, "Hey, we want to do a you you know a hat line with you." All right. So they were like, "Okay, we're gonna do this hat line together," and they came out with this uh, New Era Fear of God collaboration. Um, here's the problem. They, uh, they are being sued for trademark infringement by a college student in Massachusetts by the name of Avery Hilton. Um, Avery Hilton, she has a religious streetwear line called God's Era. Um, and the way that it is done is, uh, God's is, you know, very prominent in the writing. Okay. Um, she filed a trademark infringement suit based on common law trademarks because she she doesn't have an official trademark. She tried to file a trademark for her God's Era clothing line, but it was opposed by New Era because they felt like it would conflict with uh, with their brand. So New Era was out here. Avril came out with her God's Era, tried to trademark it, and New Era said, uh-uh, that's too close to what we do. Hey, Joey. Hey, guys. My sister's um, on Facebook. She's watching. Um, yes. So Avril, so Avril tries to trademark her God's era. New era is like, no, that's, that's too close to new era. We don't like it. So Avril is suing them back and saying that their line with fear of God is a violation of her, of her common law trademark for her God's era clothing line. Okay. Now, um, if we, the, since she doesn't have a legal trademark, a, 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 like a registered trademark, she doesn't have all of the rights and, you know, privileges that you get with a, with a fully registered trademark. When you have a federal trademark, you can enforce your trademark across the United States and where applicable with treaties, even outside of the United States. However, Miss Averill um, was only able to sue under common law trademark and under that, um, under that kind of, (laughs) Joey said, give it a rest, Avril. And under that, um, context of common law trademark, the court has to look at how popular is your, um, how popular is your, is your thing that you're selling. So between March of 2015 and July of 2017, Miss Avril Hilton made a grand total of $235 in sales. So in a, so in two years and two two years and four months, she made $235 on her clothing line. All right. Um. So the court said, "Okay, Avril, you sold a few shirts in Boston, you know." You might be able to get out to Rhode Island, but nobody in LA knows about your clothing line. Nobody in Chicago knows about your clothing line. Nobody in Seattle knows about your clothing line. So while Avril may be able to, hi Bila, hi Bionic Man, why that while she may be able to enforce some type of common law trademark within Boston or maybe even Massachusetts, she cannot enforce it outside of there because no one has heard of her line and she doesn't have a registered trademark. So, ah! 
See, Toby is like, he's totally enthusiastic about this. He loves these stories. That's why he gets like that. So the court sided with New Era and they said, Avril, you know, sweetie, I want you to go back to school. Stop pressing these people out. Um, and you don't really have a trademark here. So they have dropped the case against New Era. New Era is free to go forward with their collaboration with Fear of God. So do you guys think that the court got it right with New Era, or do you think that they should have honored Avril's Hilton, Avril Hilton's common law trademark and, you know, a told New Era to stop this collaboration with Fear of God. Do you think that the court got it right? Or do you think that they should have sided on this, that they should have sided with Avril because she had her God's Era, you know, clothing line? What do you guys think? Hey, 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 hey. Um, I personally think that the judge got it right because Avril, like, while Avril... You know, she's doing her thing. Hi, Ashley. While Avril is doing her thing, you know, and and businesses do take time to build, you don't have your official trademark yet. And yes, you applied, but your 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 application is being denied by the very people you're trying to sue. So I think that um Shelby said I think Avril was being a little bit petty. I think so too. I think that Avril's daddy is probably a lawyer or somebody in her family is probably a lawyer and she got time to waste. Um, (laughs) But either way, New Era doesn't have to worry about her anymore and they are free to go ahead with their uh, Fear of God collaboration. So all you guys who are fans of um, baseball caps, go pick you up one, all right? Okay. Sincere39, are you still in here? Because I think this story um, is going to interest you. Sincere39 said, yes, they got it right. She isn't moving enough merchandise. Right, she isn't moving enough merchandise. You made $235 in two and a half years, girl? Mm-mm. All right. Sincere, are you still here? Because our next story is about video games. Do we have any Call of Duty fans here? Hi, Breezy 124 If you have ever played Call of Duty, give me a COD in the comments. Okay. Yes. Um, Since either now, have you played Call of Duty? If you have played Call of Duty, give me a COD in the comments. Okay. Um, All right. Give me a COD in the comments. Um, if you guys remember last week, we had a story, thank you, Cynthia 39 you've played it, we had a story about a tattoo parlor that sued NBA, that sued 2K Sports because the tattoos looked too good in the video games. You have it on your phone also? Okay, you a real Call of Duty fan. Well, Cynthia 39 as a Call of Duty fan, you might, do you ever recall seeing Humvees, ooh, hold on, yes. Do you ever recall seeing Humvees, um, you know, in the graphics when you're playing Call of Duty? Do you recall seeing any Humvees? Black Georgia Peach, you remember seeing Humvees? Okay. All right. So, we all know, like, I remember uh, when I was younger, my my first um, video game console was Super Mario Brothers. Um, Like, the original one original one, and I never even beat that one, okay, so this was what, early 90s, um, and graphics back then, and graphics now, 
two totally different worlds. When I was younger, God, I feel so old. And, you know, and video games, you know, they, they were out there. They were very blocky. You couldn't real. there was no real differentiation of faces. It was just like, you were just happy to have something on the screen. Okay. Um, but now video games are like movies. They look so real. There's so much detail that now video games seem to be coming under fire for intellectual property violations. Last week, we had the tattoo parlor that said that the tattoos in NBA 2K were too, were too similar. They were too real. They sued them for copyright infringement. And now we have Humvee, the company that makes Humvees, they are suing the company that makes Call of Duty for trademark infringement for using Humvees in the video games, okay? <clears throat> now, the um, the judge did not agree with Humvee. The judge basically said, you know, video games are art, and art, um, you know, it, it represents life, it, it depicts life, and Call of Duty as a piece of art, it depicts war, and in war you find Humvees. So the judge did not, you know, is 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 not unclear as to how he ruled. And Call of Duty, yeah, Cynthia 39 said it's a military game, right? So the judge is like, it's a piece of art, I'm, we're not going to fool with it, right? But this brings up the question to me, and then I want to ask you guys. Video games have become so realistic. Do you think that they should be more regulated in terms of what they are able to depict? Now, this opinion by this one judge who said it's art, that's just one judge. That doesn't mean that every other judge has to follow that, even though they probably would. But as video games become more sophisticated and more lifelike, do you think that there must be closer scrutiny, hi Sniper Don, that there must be closer scrutiny as to what video games are allowed to reproduce in their video games, especially if they're using brand names, trademarks, you know, pieces of art. Should they have to get permission to use those things? What do you guys think about it? Because for me, I, I'm not a video game player, but I know that a lot of video games, they have like in-game purchases and things like that. And you know, it's not just you purchasing the game. There's a lot of things that come with it, right? So it let's, I don't know how these games work, but Sincere 39, maybe you can help me. Do you have to purchase a Humvee in these games or is it just something that's in the background? Because for me, the question is, are the games directly making money off of displaying these items in their video games? Um, since year 39 said most of the time they use the vehicle, but not the exact name of the vehicle. Okay. Well, since I don't play, I don't know what it looks like in the game, but I'm assuming that it looks close enough to the Humvees that Humvee felt that they could sue for it. Obviously the judge felt differently. Um, but do you think that, but since year 39, apparently, I don't know if anybody else here plays video games as well, please, you know, give me your opinion. Do you think that, oh, since the other night I said it's everywhere in the graphics and videos, do you think that video games should be held to closer scrutiny? Do you think that they should be more careful as to what they portray in the video games? Particularly if you're a video game that has in-game in purchases, you're making money off of certain things, 
Do you think that they should have to be more careful about what they display? Or is it that video games, yes, they are art and they depict life. And, you know, these things are just a part of life. What do you guys think about that? Um, since either nine says, like in Grand Theft Auto, you know the cars, but they don't give them names. Hmm. Again, I don't play those games, so <laughs> I can't, I'm going to take your word for it. Um, I think that video game producers have to be more careful. We are in a very litigious society and video games are becoming more, more sophisticated, more realistic. So yeah, if you are, you know, if it's a situation where you are portraying a product that is already for sale in the real marketplace and you're trying to sell it in this video game, I think that there is, is where, you know, the, um, the, the infringement lines start to get crossed. But if it's just something that you kind of have in the background of your video game because you want to make the backdrop realistic, I think that there should be some leeway for that. Okay. Anybody else have any opinions on that? Oh, wow. The time passed by quickly. Um, do, 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 do. Okay. Well, that's, that, that was my opinion on the story. Um, you are, um, I will give y'all a, a little bit more time cause I know that Facebook is a little bit slower. Um, since the nine said, it may be a Ford Mustang, but they don't call it that. But in Need for Speed, the cars are exact. So maybe they pay for the use of the trademark. Who? I might have to do some research on Need for Speed. Okay. Okay. Because I want to get I want to get into a larger discussion over this video game thing. I think it's really interesting. Um, but yes, so those were the stories that we had for tonight. Um, for those of you who may have come in later... We talked about Glossier trying to trademark this pink color. They are still at it. Um, New Era baseball caps against an, uh, a college student. Um, and video games, are they too real? Um, so if you have any opinions, uh, you know, you are always welcome to drop them. Please join me tomorrow. I will be back here at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with more stories for you. The stories again juicier, y'all. You know, I know things were a little bumpy before, but we are getting back into the groove of things. Um, please remember to uh, pick up the uh, the Business Startup Basics video training. Uh, if you're using this time to, you know, get a plan in place to get launch that business, um, it is, you can get it at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. And it is a four part video series that is going to get you ready to be a business owner as well. Make sure that you book your talk to me Tuesday session. You can get 25 minute coaching sessions for $25. Again, you can book that at Linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. Okay. So that is what I'm going to leave you with tonight. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with more stories. Um, send me stories. If you find any, I always love to hear from you. Hey, Brittany, we're about to sign off. Um, but, uh, thank you again, guys, for your participation, for your energy, for your time. Um, take care of yourself, stay healthy, wash your hands, um, stay inside. Okay. Bye. <laughs>